Hey, Chad, I'm so sorry. So sorry about that. Zoom was not wanting to cooperate with me. Yeah, no worries. Uh -oh. I, you know what? We've already Hold met. On. I can't. I'm not hearing you. I think it's on my end. Let me go grab my AirPods. Give me one second. So sorry. Yep. Can you hear me okay? Check, check. Yes, I can hear you. I'm so sorry about uh, earlier. I was like fussing with Zoom trying to get it to go because it was still wanted to be on the other time that we had had before. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. Hey, um, thank you so much for doing this with me. I'm just going to leave it as recording because I'm not 100% sure. Like I'll, I want to just be able to go in and clip from whenever the conversation really got going. Yeah. Um, this podcast is my own personal one. It's called The Purpose Driven Entrepreneur. I've got different shows for different kind of aspects of life. Uh, I'm a kid's book author. That's my business. So um, I've got a show called The Literacy Advocate where I interview teachers uh, so I can connect with them so that I have classrooms to visit. That's I've got awesome. a show called Writing Better to develop myself as a writer. And then this show is called The Purpose Driven Entrepreneur where I kind of dig into entrepreneur's purpose. Um, it's something that's like a really interesting topic for me because I am very ego driven. I'm very like ego focused. Ego, or not, ego focused is probably the wrong way to say it. I'm very ego driven. Um, it's hard for me to think about like, well, what's my purpose? I don't, I, I don't know. That's a weird question for me. It's for me, it's more like, what do I like to do? I like to do this. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, we just launched um, God centered selling today on the sales expert channel. So it's interesting. We did our huh. first broadcast in front of a lot of people. And we're, we're just starting on the book this year and we're going to, we're going to write the book by doing these conversations. We're going to do one huh. a month broadcast and have a different guest, typically SVPs of sales from substantial companies. So we'll I like that feeling that onion back also. So yeah, that's very, very cool. I tried to set up some automation so that you would get a prompt uh, ahead of this call. Did that work or did that not work? No, I don't think no, I got never it. got a text message for me that was like, hey, here are the two things to think about. Well, and uh, don't worry if the answer is no, I'm just trying to work that out. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't get the text. Now, well, I did get a phone call from a different area code that might have gotten blocked by my robo blocker in case in case you called or something. I wouldn't no. call you. No, I don't even believe in phone calls. I don't answer any calls myself unless you're already in my contacts. It's not getting through. Yeah, got it. Got it. Um, hey, that's fine. Um, so uh, the questions were the two questions to think about were, uh, what do you hope people say about you when you die? And what do you hope people will? What do you hope people say about your company? Um, so uh, I, I that's the start of the interview, too. So it's like, I'm so sorry that I didn't that my automation failed. And I didn't get to. Yeah, prep no, you on no that. problem. We can definitely wing it. Um, okay, no great. Problem. So yeah. Great. Okay. Well, I'm just going to get started then. So, hey, everybody, welcome back to The Purpose Driven Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Timmy Bauer, and my guest today is Chad Burmeister. He's the founder and CEO of 
oh my gosh, your company literally just escaped me. It's like, it's got an X and a dot AI in it. And I scale feel like X dot AI. Scale, scale X dot AI. Thank goodness. I'm so sorry. I don't have my, I don't have your stuff right in front of me. <laughs> that was from memory. So that's how much I remember about you, Chad. <laughs> that looks darn good though. Also, good. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, epic fail there. Uh, so welcome to the show. Thank you so much for saying yes to being on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is an important topic, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. It's something that I've been digging into, obviously. This is my favorite way to learn about anything, honestly, is to, as a podcaster, interview other people who are thinking about that thing. So um, trying to dig into purpose, what does it mean to be a purpose-driven entrepreneur? Um, you're an excellent person to talk to. The the question that kind of everything is based off of is a real deep doozy of a question. And it's, what do you hope will be your eulogy? What do you hope people will say about you when you die? So Chad, what is that for you? Well, it's interesting. I've actually got a penny that I found on the ground here today. And I, I also carry around with me a, it's not really a penny, but it's a coin from BC, like 400 BC. And okay. so that means somebody else had transacted, you know, transacted something with that coin, probably hundreds, if not thousands of times. So someone else's legacy has passed through my literal touch of my hand. And so if you think about what, what was their legacy that they left, well, I'll never know if I just touched the coin unless they did something that was of, of importance to humankind or for mm. humankind. So I, I keep that in the forethought of my head because, and I like to I actually have about a hundred of those. So I bring them on almost every business trip and I hand it to someone and I, and I kind of ask them the question, what will your legacy be? Because if yeah. you fast forward, I don't want it just to be that somebody touches the same quarter that, that I, you know, used to buy a piece of bubble gum. I really want it to be my relationship with God. Hmm. And so uh, and I say relationship because it's not just going to church on Sundays. In fact, I don't do that as often as I used to. Um, but I really, truly have a relationship with God and a connection. And so that's, in fact, the timing of this podcast is the first day we launched God-Centered Selling, the show on the Sales Experts channel today. So yeah. I really feel like my grandfather passed this down to me. And he wrote me a letter of the top 10 principles to live your life by. And I read that about once a year and make sure that I don't have a flat tire in one of those 10 areas. And I'm looking to pass that down to other people in business so that they can also have a purpose. And that purpose is not just their doing, but what's, what's God's purpose for them. Very interesting. And I've got a lot of questions to ask you off of that. Um, just right off the bat, one of them, I don't know if you know this about me or not, but I'm a Christian. I'm a believer in God. And um, that's honestly part of like, you're, you're, you're going to hear a question for me at the end of this. That's very much like what I feel like God wants to focus on in my life. So um, what do you think is the relationship between or, 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 or in what ways, in what ways, does relationship with God intersect with business and entrepreneurship and in, in your in your expertise selling? It intersected more in 2020 than I think it has in the entire, you know, the last several years in sales and business, because we as companies have gotten so HR 
correct, politically correct, that it wasn't appropriate to bring God into the workplace. So I think now that we've gone virtual and everybody's doing a Zoom meeting, hey, if you're in your home and you're transacting business, hey, now you've just brought business into my home. Or before yeah. it was me bringing my home into the business. Yeah. So I think it's more appropriate than ever to be able to have those dialogues and conversations because you just brought business into my house and it's my, my house, right? And that's where I have a relationship with God. And so I think those lines have now finally come together and it's actually okay to start having these dialogues. And mm. it's referenced because two of the sales expert channel uh, piece of content that went out today, one is Christ-centered and, and then our episode is God-centered. So I think that's the first time in the history of that show that there were two uh you know, two webinars that are coming out this year on the topic of God and the business, God and the workplace. Do you think the response uh, is going to be more negative or more positive about you being like super transparent about your beliefs? Man, I've, I've, it's interesting because I think there's a spectrum. So if you say God versus atheist, God on one side, atheist on the other, I think it's generally accepted now, if you start putting in certain, what are some of those beliefs that I have as a believer, like anti-abortion or pro-life, however you want to say it, um, and those kinds of topics, well, now I start think you start getting a little more controversial. Um, yeah. But I do think that the conversation of, you know, spirituality and believing in something bigger than myself, that that seems to be generally accepted. It's when you start putting what's behind that into the conversation where it gets to be a little bit more uh, of an interesting conversation. How do you handle the decision-making process about what you're going to talk, what aspects of faith you're going to talk about and what you're going to not talk about? If I believe that God put me on earth for a reason at this time, then I can't be afraid of the repercussions of the statements that I make. And so therefore, there will be times that I say something that just doesn't go with someone else. And in fact, within a week, I had an email from someone that I respect greatly, who's one of the top 25 sales influencers in the world. And she said, Chad, I don't know if I'm going to be able to refer you any more customers because of your outspoken beliefs. And in fact, I, I may tell the current client who's looking into your products not to buy from you. Wow. Jeez. And you know what? That's okay. Like, I'm okay with that because if my strong conservative beliefs in God damage my ability to do work with certain types of clients... Sorry to say, I'll choose God 10 times out of 10. So taking it back to the, what do you hope people will say about you at your funeral? How, like, let's, let's try to say this, or, or let, let me just have you kind of say, like, what, what are the things that you hope people will say? Yeah, that is a, that is an amazing question. I, <laughs> I hope it to be kind of a larger than life statement that, you know, because of Chad, my family is better than it would have been. Um, 
Chad changed my life. Uh, there was there was a guy that was my son's high school teacher. And I went in and it was one of the coolest things that I'd heard because he said, what I want when he retires is that if every kid who was impacted by this guy brought a dollar and then he was going to have a hot air balloon take off and he was going to be in the balloon that day and they all gave him a dollar. And he said, if I, if I, you know, it'll be real interesting to see how many dollars I actually get on that day. And so it would be pretty interesting to see the width, not just the depth of the impact that you've had, but the width of the impact you've had. How big, like if you think of a splash of water and you throw a rock in, if you throw a pebble, it leaves a little, little one, right? If you throw a huge rock in, it goes deep and it goes wide. And I believe that depth and width, the ripple that, that we create in life is the important piece. Yeah. And I, I just hope that the ripple that I've left when I go is bigger than I could have ever dreamed. And it fits, it's God's ripple, right? And that's what I, that's what I hope it to be. I love this. I mean, my thing, Chad, is like, I am not purposefully trying to make this podcast all about faith. But when I talk to somebody who says things like it's God's ripple, I, in my heart, I'm just like, yes, like that is the thing, right? It's got, this is ultimately, this is God's life. He's going to do with it what he wants to do with it. And that was a decision that I made a long time ago. I said to the Lord, Hey, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, if you, whatever pain that that causes in me, I want this to be your life, not my life. And uh, yes. that's been huge. That's been huge. And what's been crazy is God is so good at getting to know the person that just offered him their life um, because he had, there have been so many ways in which I've wanted my life to go that for whatever reason, God was just like, okay, here you go. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's, let's make your life interesting in this way that you want it to be interesting. Um so that's been awesome. So anyway, sorry for the waterworks and sorry for that coming. Yeah, on man. Well, you know, I'm <laughs> heading to, I'm, I'm in Baltimore right now and I'm across the, I don't know, is it a river between here and DC or an ocean or whatever the hell it is, but I'm i I'm a rock's throw from Washington, DC. There's supposed to be 3 million people in the next couple of days. And there could be some bad actors in the crowd with whatever it is they bring. And that, and we're at a tumultuous time in the history of America and the world. And yet I felt compelled to come just to be a witness to what is about to occur. And I don't know what's going to occur. And I'm going with two other Christians, uh, one of which is a former military uh, personnel. I think he was a paratrooper, if I'm not mistaken. And he brings this huge horn. I don't even know what it's called, but he blows it. And he speaks God over the Supreme Court and over all these different places that we're going to go and visit. And man, this week, I feel like there's definitely some, I'm scared a little bit, but at the same time, I know God wouldn't put me into the lion's den if it wasn't meant to be. And, and so I'm going to go in with my Christian shirt on that has a lot of things on the back of it. And it's got this, you know, huge cross right on the front and I'm walking through the crowd and I'm going to probably talk to a lot of people. And um, it's the battle that I'm meant to be in and I don't know where it's going to go, but 
I know that it's God's purpose for me. A question that I really like asking is, because uh, I think about this myself a lot, is uh, it, the question is, if I keep doing X, I will never achieve that goal. And in, this, in the case of this conversation, it's that eulogy. So if I keep doing X, I will never achieve that eulogy. So it's a, it's a thing that you do. It's a habit. It's something that you allow to uh, exist in your life. What is that for you that is, that if you were to ask yourself, if I keep doing X, I am never going to achieve that eulogy. Just curious how that question hits you. The, the recent one for me, this guy, Dan Martell is just, he talk about a rippler, man. He's got investments in a hundred different companies. He, he's a rock star. His ripple for me this week was stop reading the news. There's hmm. so much negativity in it that if I keep reading the news on a daily basis, then I will fill my head with other people's influence on me and I won't be able to leave the ripple that I'm meant to leave. Hmm. Yeah. I think I it's like that big one after the year 2020 and very important. I think it's important for people create. to understand that the news is not, I believe that the fundamental motive of the news is not to inform and it is not to protect or save us from something. It is to either cause us to get enraged uh, or really scared or something so that we will spread the the news like it is, that's it is there to manipulate us and even when one of these guys recently said look there are eight major players the cia the fbi uh whatever israel's you know 007 kind of things are involved in this and it makes sense they use information to bend our thoughts and minds and that's scary stuff so it's scary into yeah. the matrix, you have to unplug yourself from the matrix. Yeah. It's scary when you think that there are bad actors at the top that are literally trying to puppeteer society. But I would say it's also scary, even if you don't believe that, and you just recognize that, you know, everything has incentive structures and the incentives, incentive structure of a news organization, if they're going to exist and thrive in a 2020 environment, they have to spread. They have to like, they have to be able to write a news story and have it quote, go viral. And the best way to do that is to cause feelings of enragement or extreme anxiety or something along those lines. That's the best way to get a news story to spread. And so even if you, uh, even if you do not believe that there are malicious actors at the top that want to puppeteer society, you still get a, a, a version of this thing, the news that doesn't it doesn't do what we consumers of the news think we're doing. Like we think we're informing ourselves. We think that's what we're going to the news for. That's not, and that, and I'm not trying to say that the news doesn't inform us, but I'm trying to say that the incentive behind what makes a news organization successful is not to give us an accurate, uh, clear picture of the world and uh, that will, you know, benefit us in our life. That is not the, that is not the incentive structure of the news. 
right? It, it, it could go out of business if it was the incentive structure. Of it, right? <laughs> um, uh, my next question for you, Chad, is what do you hope, uh, the, the way I like to ask this question is when someone writes the Wikipedia article on your company, aside from a brute definition of what it does, what do you hope it, what do you hope it will say? That it was formed and, and lives for the glory of God. Interesting. It's it's really the it's really the underlying purpose that that the company is. It helps entrepreneurs. It helps salespeople. It helps people sell more of their products. But under it all, the purpose of it is to build enough of a wealth infrastructure that all of it is put forth for the glory of God. Like that's really how the handshake was between me and Rich Blakeman over the past several quarters is all the, all of the what part is underneath the iceberg, right? The why part that's exposed and the why part is most important is for the glory of God. So as long as we're following where God wants us to go, we could, we could have self-limiting beliefs and say, yeah, let's just go to $5 million in the next two to three years. But God might say, no, 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 the bucket's way bigger for you. Um, or it could be too small. It could be too small, too big, whatever. We've got to be able to just say, you know, God, we're on your path. Where do you want us to go? Where, what do you want Scalex to be? And we're following that directive. In what way do the processes that are in place in your business support that vision or mission it's like we talked about today and what's going to be fun this year is that as we interview people on our monthly webinar sales leaders who have their own fundamental beliefs we believe that the 10 kind of scrolls if you will that my grandfather passed to me we believe those are going to intersect with a lot of people's belief systems right love your god uh, love your neighbor as yourself was number two. So we've kind of tweaked it to love your client before yourself. And then we've got about eight different. Um, Could you rattle them off for me? Would you be able to? I'm curious. Uh, yeah, let me. I'm on a different computer here, but let me while see you're while yeah. you're looking for that. My last question is a selfish one. Um, just trying to dig into what like. Uh, productivity and reliability. So myself as a product productive person and myself as a reliable person. So the question is, what are some of the most successful um, hacks, techniques, processes, systems, things you've put in your life that have made you a more productive person and a more reliable person? Yeah. And those are two very different things. Productive is what ScaleX is all about. It's automating what you can automate and not automating what you can't. So you can automate an email send. You can automate social media outreach. You can automate a voicemail drop. There's so much nowadays you can automate. That's productive. Reliable is very different. I've worked with people, and I won't name them here, that are extremely amazing people. Yeah. And yet they don't show up to meetings on time. They cancel on you three times in a row and they're unreliable. My best friend since I was five, he has traditionally not been reliable. Now, in the last five years, I'll give him a break. He's finally come around to being reliable, but 
you know the person in your life who's just not reliable. They don't show up for you. They only call you when they have a need. Like, that's not cool. Productivity, you can automate. Reliability, you can't automate. You have to be in the moment and you have to, you, you have to be the person. Um, what Rich said in a conversation, in a presentation that he did in 2015, and we played a minute clip of it. He said, people don't expect from a salesperson these days that you bring the value or that you represent the value, but that you be the value. And, and when you can bring it into your head and, re and recognize that it's you, you hold the power and the key, you are the value and you are the bringer of light and you are connected to God, the creator. That's when things get super, supercharged. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> So here's the six. I've got the six on the site. There's there's 10 officially, but we um, we narrowed it down to six. So love the Lord your God. Love your client before yourself. Be honest and truthful. Build a respectable reputation. You and your life are an example to others and to your own self be true. And to me, the last one is one of the most important, right? If you think about love the Lord your God, and then all the way to the end, which is to your own self be true. If you're being guided to do something in your life, whether it's tomorrow or next week or your entirety of your life, it's kind of your responsibility to, to go put your boat on the river and let, and let the river take you down. And, if, and when you can trust in God, then you, those are the banks of the river, right? Need to Breathe yep. came out with the song Banks of the River. And to me, that's like God. You might run in some, some rapids. You might, you might go underwater for an hour, you know, not an hour, hopefully, but for a few minutes on the raft, lose your breath, get, get, some, get bloodied from time to time. You know what? That's all right. That's all part of the fun. Um, but trust trust in the river and be yourself like to your own self be true that's the most i love important. it i love it yeah. chad i'm out of time i could talk to you forever thank you so much for being on this podcast how can listeners connect with you great to see you again man uh chad at scalex.ai s-c-a-l-e-x.ai i'm happy to meet if you have questions you're frustrated with your life whatever i'll meet with anybody anytime anywhere awesome good luck in uh what is it two days T minus two days. Thank you. Okay. Okay. It'll be long past that when this airs, but uh, uh, I, I want to check in on you, see how you're doing after that. I hope, uh, I hope you stay safe. All right, man. Thank you. Talk to you later, Chad.